Welcome back to the Renewal Session. I'm Marianne, your host, therapist, podcaster, speaker, and in this setting, I even get to add the title of mom <laughs> because my co-host for the show is my lovely daughter, Katie. Hi. Now you can't say that in your greeting. You oh can't gosh. say daughter. Hi, everybody. My name is Katie. I am Marianne's daughter, so I'm still going to use that as a part of my intro. Um, but I'm also a social worker, a part-time podcaster now, and a dog mom. We'll throw that one in. Oh, a dog mom. Go yeah. ahead, tell them what kind of dog, because people like to know that stuff. I have a two-year-old Cocker Spaniel. Her name is Memphis. In case some of you didn't know, I used to actually live in Memphis. We filmed several of our podcast videos while I was living down there, but I've relocated back I don't to know Chicago. if you know this, Katie, but we don't do videos. Or I said, re- re- oh, well... <laughs> It's just that we were on Zoom, so it felt yeah, like video. We were, yeah, we were on Zoom. So anyway, yeah. but yes, we did. But we don't call her Memphis. We call her Memmy. Yeah. Memmy. And let me tell you, that dog, she she would not make eye contact. Yeah. She doesn't respond to her name. Right. She struggled to find consistency in some of her dog achievements yeah. <laughs> if you will she did and then she school. turned two yeah and then she turned two and she is a whole new girl she really really is yeah. so crazy yeah, she's lovey-dovey affectionate she still will ignore you if there's something interesting happening out the window but we're we're making gains for sure yeah yeah and i'll she's tell you what girl. you know what's a big player in the game games area what cheese yeah she does love a good cheese cube yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's how I'm winning her over yeah. anyway. <laughs> Cheddar cheese cubes all the time. Don't don't pay any attention to the massive diarrhea it causes. But yeah, we'll just keep giving her cheese. Thanks, ma. It doesn't cause her diarrhea, does it? Just a little. Oh, that's okay. I didn't know that. That's okay. okay. It's all good. Sorry. No worries. You're the dog owner. Yeah. Be up on your news. One cube a day. That's what we'll cut. Her, we'll cut her back. <laughs> one cube a day. <laughs> Cut her back. <laughs> All right. So on a scale of one to ten, Caitlin, yes. walking into this podcast today. Yes. What are you feeling? Give me I'm a feeling number. good. I'm feeling uh out of ten. Ten being awesome. I'm at a seven. Seven? Yeah. All right. Could we'll be better. It. I could I could be in comfy clothes. I came straight from work. You do look cute. Thank you. Lie. Thank you very much. Would you like to affirm me in any way, shape, you or You look form? cute, too. Oh, gee, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. So now it we're going to leave. It runs in the genetics. It, but here's the deal. We're yeah. going to run right into our new topic for today. Perfect. Which is called gaslighting. Yeah, this Man. is a hot buzzword right now. It really, really is. It was like for a while, it was bipolar, manic depressive, narcissist. Yeah. Psychopath. Like, yeah. People love psychopaths. Yeah. It's psycho or so-so? So-C-O. <laughs> Not so-so. He's a so-so path. <laughs> He's a so-so path. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk about gaslighting because you're yeah. right. It's a hot term today. For sure. Right. And it's certainly a type of manipulation that causes people to doubt their own beliefs and sanity and memory and all of those yeah. things, which I think... You know, we're seeing this over and over again in our culture where everybody has different perspectives on things that are happening. So I do think that's probably why gaslighting has come more to the forefront totally. than in other times. Um, but we're going to talk about it in more of a clinical sense versus a um, cultural sense. Okay. Yep. So I had you heard of gaslighting. Um, yeah, I had, but I didn't really fully understand it. Um 
I don't, I don't think I fully understood it until like this past year, but I think the term's been around for a while. Absolutely. Yeah. So it actually came from this movie back in, I don't know, I think it was like the 1930s or something like that. Um, it, the term came out of that movie oh. and has now been defined in a clinical sense, right? As yeah. you said just a minute ago about the manipulation. Gotcha. And I, and I think the key is, because, you know, we never just say you're gaslighting me. We usually we go, there's such a gaslighter, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I feel just like, people, like that. Just like that. Just There's like a valley a girl. Oh my gosh, he gaslit me again today. Yeah. Right? But that's what we do. Yeah, so totally. gaslighters, gaslight lighters. Light, yeah. yeah the, something the like lighters that. of the gas. The gaslighters of the gas. Yeah. <laughs> they undermine the trust of a person that they they have in their reality. They create a world in which the victim's point of view is untrustworthy, dysfunctional, or wrong. Right. Right. And there's some they like twist that though. Absolutely. They twist it into being wrong. Yeah. And yeah. and I think the thing that people kind of, we, we throw this term around so much that we don't often know like exactly what the warning signs are. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about the warning signs because Perfect. it can happen in the context of so many different kinds of things. Yeah. And I want to put this little disclaimer on the front end of this. Okay. Lots of people gaslight just in their communication style, but they're not necessarily meaning to be gaslighting you. Yeah. And then there are, like, actually intending to gaslight you people. So, so paths. So, so paths. (laughs) 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 No, I do think there is a difference, like, between intent and just poor communication styles. Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the people that have intent. Yes. In them. Okay. Also, can we just before we get too far into this? Yeah, I have uh, I have a friend that I was telling about our podcast today. Oh, and I was like, oh, we're going to be talking about gaslighting, and she was like, oh my gosh, can I tell you an embarrassing story? And I was like, yes, I would love that. And she was like, I was telling somebody that I was being gaslit, but I called it waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, so I'm telling this story, and I just keep saying waterboard. And I'm like, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard of my life. Like, that's a totally different story. <laughs> like, she was like, and Johnny was over the other night. And he waterboarded me <laughs> into believing this, this, this. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is the best. That I told is- I told, I told, I told her I was going to talk about this. So she gave me her permission. But I just thought that was so funny. I was like, waterboarding and def- gaslighting, very different. Very different. <laughs> but... Perhaps equally torturous. Both traumatizing, for sure. Gosh, I have got a little tickle tickle in my throat and can't figure out where the mute button is. Because guess what? We don't have our sound guy. We don't have our sound guy. So on behalf of him. Yeah, do one in his honor. Okay, well, okay, she can't well, figure out the sound button. I can't buttons. figure out the sound button. <laughs> but in her mind, she was doing that. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Oh, see, we both got it wrong. Anyway. Oh, okay. All right. So why do people gaslight? Let's talk about that really quick before we yeah. get into the warning signs, okay? Yep. I think gaslighting is often used as a method of control over people. Yes. Right? Um, it, it helps the other person doubt themselves so much much. That they can't trust themselves, so the other person has power has power yep. over it, right? Um, and there's a lot of invalidating of the person's uh, other person's point of view on behalf of the gaslighter. Condescension, undermining, 
Exactly. Causing doubt. Yeah. Exactly. So what we have to be able to do is identify warning signs of this. And remember, we put that little disclaimer out there. Sometimes we have intent and sometimes we have poor communication. But this is in under the... This is like they're intending to gaslight you. Here are the warning signs. You're in danger. Watch out. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So this is like gaslighting, waterboarding, 101. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So we're going to start with the, the, I think, one of the more obvious ones, which is denial. Right. So this is when the gaslighter tells the victim an event or a conversation didn't happen. Or didn't happen the way the victim remembers, right? So they're challenging your memory of the event. So let's say I texted mom and I said, hey, mom, I'm coming over to the house. It's 530. And I said. And I showed up at 615. And mom's like, you didn't. You said you'd be here at 530. Why are you here at 615? I'd be like, I didn't tell you I was going to be here at 530. You're making that up. Yes. I never said that. I never said that. That didn't happen. You just decided that. Exactly. You just decided to see me as the bad guy. You just decided to create that memory where I look bad. And then sometimes they'll throw in the victim card. Oh, look at you. You're familiar with this one. Crafty. Have you ever done this to anybody? No, but I I feel like that is, I I get this a lot with patients. I work in the hospital and I do social work and I do a lot of discharge planning and people will be like, well, I didn't say that or blah, 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 trying to like pull one over on me, you know? So I I feel like I'm specifically attuned to gaslighting because people, when they panic, they're like, oh, I got to make her feel stupid. I got to make her doubt herself in order to get what I want. Right. You know? So that's a classic one. Yeah. It's a classic one. I'm going to go for a not so classic one. Perfect. Okay. And that this is. This is number two. Yeah. Warning sign number two. Yeah. Distraction. Mm. So this is like when the gaslighter interrupts the person or tries to change the subject. Yeah. Right. So maybe I'll say something like. Okay, okay, so, like, where are we going to eat? Yeah, or, so, like, if you're trying to have a heavy conversation and they say, I can't talk about this right now, I've got to do X, Y, and Z. Exactly. Right. Oh, I felt like that came so easily to you. I'm passionate about this, actually. I think that this is something that I, uh, now that I've learned about it, I've been practicing identifying it, and so I think this is really Why would a person use, I, I can't talk about that right now, I have to do X, Y, Z. I think sometimes people would hope that if I create a distraction and I divert the conversation, then the person that's being gaslit, their feelings will not be as strong about it later. So I'll get out of it and it's not going to be a trouble, troublesome situation. Exactly. Well, and it's another way to control the narrative. Right. Right. We just won't go there. Right. Well, I'm not going to be held accountable on this. Right. Okay. So what's number three, Katie? So number three, third warning sign, is ignorance or avoidance. So the gaslighter refuses to engage in conversation with the victim or address their concerns. So that's like totally ignoring, not even offering up a distraction, just like literally pretending like you're not in the room. This I had this happen a lot when I, um, okay, when I was younger, which sure. implies it happened in my family of origin. Yeah. But nonetheless, like sometimes I would be talking yeah. and I would have something to say. And if like in this case, my dad didn't want to hear it, yeah. he would literally reach over and turn up the volume on the remote. Totally. Like to say to me, I'm done with you. Yeah. What you have to say, you can go away. Yeah. Or just leave. They just leave. Can you imagine doing that to somebody? 
I, I sometimes I have like a sometimes knot. I, that sounds nice. I know. I was gonna say I, sometimes <laughs> I have like the devil on my shoulders. Like, yeah. you should just literally get up and walk away right now yeah. and make them deal with this. But I just feel like that's such a dehumanizing thing to do to somebody. Well, it's emotionally manipulative. It Remember, is. this totally. is all about emotional manipulation. Yep. It's about control over a set of circumstances. I, we we aren't gonna get to this, but even crying, yeah, can be used as a way to change the perception of what's going on because people will immediately assume that your tears make you the victim. Right, and you take over the power position. Exactly. 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 Okay, so ignoring and avoiding. Yeah. The fourth one. Fourth one is minimizing or trivializing, Mm -hmm. right? And that's when they just don't take what you're saying serious. Like, whatever, it was nothing. It's not that big of a deal, Anyway, go, move on. Yeah. I don't I know why people, you're baking this into a big deal. It doesn't need to be that big of a deal. Yeah. And they are minimizing you as a way of mono- emotionally invalidating your feelings. Yeah, for yes. sure. I think this is a pretty common one when people, like, say something to offend somebody else. Like, you know, like, in my mind, it pops in, like, oh, I said something to hurt your feelings. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. Right? Or, like, oh, you just... You just didn't understand my tone or uh, if it was over a text. Like, you can't interpret meaning over text, whatever. Like, I think that people will minimize and trivialize stuff in yes. conversation. I think it's yes. hard. I think it's harder to do. I don't know. I had this. I had a situation like this happen not too long ago. Oh, really? In a conversation with somebody. Oh. And basically, you could spin it from one direction or another. But right. it was gaslighting. Yeah. I mean, 100%. But on their perspective, it was... I'm just trying to deal with my feelings, Mm. right? But from my perspective, it was that you were disowning your intent. Yeah. Right? And I think that's a part of gaslighting is the disowning of the intent of how you said something. Yeah. Because you knew exactly what you were doing when you threw your shade. Right. Ooh. Did I feel so cool right then? You were throwing your shade. When you threw your shade, you knew what you were doing. Yeah, you so, so passed. <laughs> anyway, you so so bad. You so so bad. Right? Should make buttons. No, Katie, it wasn't like the that renewal funny. session. So so paths. So, anyway, okay. All right, the fifth one yes. is projection. So when the gaslighter accuses the victim of the very behavior in which they were engaging. Ah, so, so maybe you're the one that's hiding something. Yeah. Um. Well, I think you're lying to me. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yeah. So, or like this is a common one. Like, oh, uh, like uh, let's say you were in a you were on the receiving end of being screamed at, right? And then you go to defend yourself to the person that was screaming at you and you're like, Well, I don't like when you scream at me and they're like, You're screaming right now. Right? And like put yes. it back on you, like, oh, you're acting so crazy, you're acting so rash, exactly. you're acting like you're out of control. When in reality you're having an emotional reaction to what they're doing exactly right and so they make it look like you're the crazy one by projecting their behavior onto you rather than taking ownership of it right and and even can't you even see this on a much lower level too that like somebody hurts somebody's feelings and i walk away and my feelings are legitimately hurt by what you've said yeah and the other person follows you and says i don't know why you're doing that like that's not how it happened or you don't have to be like, you don't think my feelings got hurt also? Yeah. Right? And so they'll belittle you or they'll they'll say, 
well, your feelings don't have as much of a right as my feelings, or I'm I'm not acting hurt. Why are you acting hurt? Yeah. Right? Totally. So there's a lot of, like, tension. A lot of nothing sits with you well. Yeah. And sometimes I think it's hard in the moment to go, oh, this is currently what, what they are doing right now to gaslight me yeah. is turning up a remote. Well, what happens if they don't turn up the remote? Right. Here's my instinct, warnings, like red flag system yeah. in my body, is if it doesn't sit well with me, yeah, something didn't go well. Right. it's just that simple like trust your gut if it seems like something's not right yeah if something's not right right, ask you know get quiet regulate your feelings maybe a little bit and ask the question what happened don't you don't always have to check with the person that you thought it went wrong with yeah right what about like so with projection i know Mm -hmm. this is kind of off topic but do you think that displaced feelings can be a form of projection that is gaslighting. So for instance, like if you say something to somebody and they're like, you're treating me exactly like so-and-so did. Mm -hmm. And they're projecting a feeling that was created by somebody else onto you. Is that projection gaslighting? I think it can be. Yeah. Right. Because it implies they are labeling your intent. Right. And what you're doing. I'm just curious. If I said to you, you're making me feel exactly the way so-and-so did to you. Yeah. What would be your response? I would immediately start to question my intent. And I would immediately start to question my delivery and what I did. And then I would think about the character traits of that person and what I know of them. And I would compare myself to them. And if they're a shitty person, I'm immediately feeling shitty about myself. Oh, sorry. We can't cuss on here. If they're a not-so-great person, <laughs> I'm going to immediately feel like a not-so-great person, right? Jesus, take, take the, the wheel. wheel. <laughs> Lord, we love you. Thank you. But anyway, yeah, I just, you know, I, I would immediately start to feel like, oh, I'm just as bad as that person. So do you so feel gas- gaslighting? There you go. Yeah. There you yeah. go. All right, number six. Yes, go. The put-down. So the trans, uh, the, the gaslighter insults and degrades the victim so they come to doubt themselves. Okay, how, can we just pause for a second? You stumbled and you go, oh. <laughs> Well, because I was going to say the translator. Where on this paper does it say the translator? I don't know. I don't know either, but I was going to say, I had a whole sentence in my head that was going to come out. Tell it to me. Let's hear it. Put down. So the translator insults and degrades. <laughs> <laughs> I just replaced Ooh, the Oh, you're such a so-so path. so so path. <laughs> So, yeah, so this is basically, like, undermining and, like, devaluing and... Yeah, like, yeah. you're an idiot. Yeah, you're an idiot. Name you calling. don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're, you're just a liar. You're so dramatic. My favorite is, do you hear how crazy you sound right now? Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. Yep. Listen to yourself. You're so pathetic. You're so emotional. So there's a whole lot of, like, degrading... Condescension. ...that's going on. Yeah. Yeah, I, that, that used to be something that I heard quite a bit when I was younger of Mm -hmm. like are you listening to yourself seriously yeah do you know how crazy you sound right now right you're so emotional yeah yeah you're just having big reactions to nothing and guess what that's just like throwing kerosene on 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 fire fire. (laughs) yeah like oh my gosh if you got any kind of fight in you yeah. Because I don't fawn. We already established that from the last episode. Yeah, which if you didn't catch right? up. Right? I'm a back. fighter, not a, fa- not a fawner. Right. So if I have any kind of fight in me and you tell me I'm crazy. Yeah. Old girl's coming out. Yeah. 
coming for out. Sure, for sure. So, so then. Kind of like the Kool-Aid guy busting through the wall. Oh, yeah. What just happened? <laughs> just in my mind, like, old girl's coming out. Boom. <laughs> like, there's the Kool-Aid Did the guy. Kool-Aid guy go, oh, yeah? I think so. Huh. I don't know. Anyway. All right, number seven, sabotage. The gaslighter undermines the victim in order to make them seem incompetent. Ooh, this one's got some good examples. So yes. throwing away the victim's mail so they can't pay a bill on time. Ooh. Damaging the victim's car so they can't leave the house. Yeah. yeah. This can even be something as simple from a parenting perspective. Yeah. Right? Of like sabotaging your ability to be an independent person. Yeah, sabotaging your ability to have friends and not go out and meet people and have social interactions. Yeah. 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 Not promoting independence. Exactly. Yeah, but it's, instead taking care of it all for your kid. Exactly. Yeah. Not a good idea. Right. Yeah. And we can talk true. about that that whole bit later, well, like also parents in, and... Well, but I also think that, like, sabotage can be in, like, the work setting sometimes, you know, like co-workers not delivering all the information and like sabotaging people that way or like you know i think that there's a lot of places where people sabotage people just to be vindictive a hundred percent you know yeah a hundred percent okay so the final one yep is a little known one yeah and is threats yeah. And I jokingly say a little no because I feel like we're all familiar. This is like familiar. a hallmark, I think, of gaslighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you can't see things my way, my this relationship is over. Yeah. Um, Removing things from people's lives as negative consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, and so I think we have to be very aware of these different things. Again, I want to circle back, <laughs> if you will, yeah. to say while we are telling you these these warning signs have labels and they fall under categories, the reality is if it doesn't feel good to you and you feel in some way like you are questioning your sanity, your beliefs, your memory yeah. of you everything, stuck. it doesn't really matter what category it falls in. It equals... It's not right. It's not right. Yeah. Exactly. And I think sometimes victims of gaslighting can begin to have trouble making decisions. Well, they also have trouble believing they're actually being gaslit. Because the person that's gaslighting them has told them they're not being gaslit and that they're just crazy and that they're overreacting and they're whatever. When you are probably correct and that you are being manipulated. Yeah. You know? And and I think in healthy relationships, I'll give an example that actually, like, could fall into gaslighting, but absolutely was not a gaslighting situation at all that recently just happened to me today. Okay. okay. So let me reiterate this, should this person listen to the podcast. This was my poor listening skills. Right. Not, not them. Which does happen. Gaslighting. Okay. Yeah. So, as you know, Papa and I's anniversary is on Saturday. Yeah. And we are going to dinner with some friends. Perfect. And last night we were texting, and I was like, hey, um, what time would you want to meet for dinner? I'm going to make this a reservation at this restaurant near their near their house. Yeah. Right? And I get a response back. I thought we were having steak. And I was like, what? I'm like 100% sure we have not discussed having steak on my anniversary. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know where that came from. It didn't happen. Yeah. 
what's going on. Right. Well, we're prepping for this. For the podcast. And I'm like, am I being gaslit about a a steak? I didn't really think that. But, like, that was, you know, like, where I went. I was like, I'm literally not crazy. So sometimes even something as simple as poor communication, poor listening, just all of that can can falsely be labeled gaslighting. So we're not talking about misunderstanding or miscommunication. We're talking about a pervasive, ongoing form of manipulation in a relationship. Yeah, pervasive is a good word for it. Yeah, all-encompassing. Do you want to know what happened? Yeah, what happened? The steak and the dinner. So apparently my friend and I had discussed, I don't know, months ago or whatever, that we would go over to their house for dinner and they were going to make steak and we were going to play games and, you know, have fun. Yeah. Fast forward, month, you know, a month or so, we also put a date on the calendar. I said, oh, it's our anniversary. I'll have to see. Maybe we could just go to dinner and go to this concert instead. So my mind got locked on the concert and the dinner out oh, for my anniversary. And they thought you were and putting they a date were, on the steak. I think so. Oh. I think they thought it was either steak or or you're doing your own thing. Gotcha. And I thought, no, we're doing this other thing. And steak wasn't even on the table. <laughs> steak wasn't on the table. <laughs> right. right. There was no steak. But here's the here's the beauty of this, okay? Yeah. If this had been gaslighting, yeah. what would have happened is one of these eight warning signs would have shown up. Right. Okay? I did feel crazy. Yeah. I did call and say, am I crazy? Am I crazy? Where did steak come into the picture? Yeah. I, I'm fine with steak, but like what happened here? To which the person replied, oh, remember, you know, back here when I asked you about this and yeah. that, this is how it went in my brain. That's how you know that person wasn't gaslighting. Because there was no intent. Because there was no intent. It was just a miscommunication. Miscommunication. Yeah. 100%. Totally. So I think, you know, I want to... Because if, 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 hold- if it had been gaslighting, they would have gotten defensive. There would have been threats thrown, all that kind of stuff. But all, instead, all kinds of things. there was rational communication and it was resolved. Exactly. Yep. So I, I never want anybody to just, just run like, oh, yeah, this happens all the time to me. And then start something where there doesn't need to be something. Yeah. But I think it's important to recognize that sometimes Hopefully. when there's a pervasive ongoing thing that causes you to doubt your memory, to, to develop perhaps low self-esteem, troublemaking decisions, feeling like you're consistently feeling like your feelings aren't validated, yeah. right? Or neglected. That's yeah. indicators. I think sometimes victims might think um, or say, I'm not sure what I think anymore. Right. I, I, I guess I, I must have gotten that wrong. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. A lot of insecurity. A lot right? of like confused, lost in the situation. Exactly. Yeah. So I think these are important things to hold tight to. Yeah. One of the ways that we can deal with this if we think we are in a situation with gaslighting is happening. Okay. Yeah. So what do you need to do? You need to always check your emotions. Make sure your emotions are regulated before you decide to bring it back up to the person if that's something you feel comfortable doing. Absolutely. Okay? But you want to regulate yourself so you can kind of review the circumstances to check 
sometimes it requires that you talk to people you can trust to check it. Like, am I making sense? Does this like, you know, totally. I, I'm not crazy. Am I? Yeah. I think it helps if you can, um, to have like everything written down. Like I think sometimes having correspondence over text, although it seems weird, having it over text allows you to go back and reread it and also show people, Hey, this is what happened. So like, if it's an email train or if it's a text train or if you have voicemails that are saved or whatever, having receipts can be helpful, not in every situation, but just to identify this is a person who has the tendency to gaslight or has gaslit me before, mm-hmm. you know, because then once it's identified, then you'll start seeing it and you won't need the receipts because you'll just know and you'll start to trust yourself. Which which is beautiful because you regain your trust in yourself. Absolutely. That that person took away. And then you get to make decisions, right? Right. Decisions about boundaries. How they get to communicate with you. Exactly. Yep. Or whether or not this is even a safe relationship for you to be in. Right. Right. Not all relationships need to end because there's some gaslighting going on. Right. But it does bring pause to what are the boundaries that need to be placed in this relationship so that, you know, we're living to our best potential. Like that's not an acceptable thing. And you're protecting your values. Exactly. When, yeah. So I think, so I think, you know, when we think about how do I protect myself, the answer is really step back. Yep. You know, check in with people that you know and love that are going to give you an honest appraisal of a situation yeah. journal perhaps yeah. what have you Take and then space think, if you need to exactly and yep. then think about those boundaries and think about you know is this really something i want to do because you had a situation mm-hmm. and we can end on this but we ha- you had a situation probably about a year ago where somebody did text you something and then later you went back to that person and you're like oh yeah you said xyz and they're like that never happened. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that did happen. Right? I remember. And you were like, "No, yeah." I, I remember you called me going, I'm not crazy. This actually happened. Yeah. And I was like, right, they texted you that. Well, fortunately, this person doesn't text you regularly. Right. So you went back through your text messages and saw it right there in black and white. Yeah. Yeah, they did say that. Yeah, totally. And you were able to go, oh, okay, now I see what you're doing. Yeah. I don't know why you're doing it, but I see what you're doing. And you changed your boundaries with that person. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. And we're like, you're a gaslighter yeah. in your brain, but yeah. <laughs> but your words are. You're ending. waterboarding me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's what they do when they waterboard. Yeah. What? Sorry, listeners. Jeez. Just like <laughs> assault their ears too. Wow, I thought that was a gentle rolling. <laughs> yeah, you sound just like my sound machine. Yep. <laughs> whatever, whatever. All right, people, we just want you to not get gaslit. Yeah. That's the bottom line, yep. right? We want the more you, to, you know, the more you can protect yourself. That's right, and when sure. you, know, you want to be able to live authentically in a relationship and yeah. feel like communication's easy breezy, totally. which is not the case 90% of the time communication can be challenging the better you can do that's right that's right all right so book club still going on book club it's getting ready to come to an end here in about two weeks and we're going to start up again we haven't picked that book but it's going to be a good one because this one's been good hasn't it Uh so if you have not had a chance to join this round of the book club we still highly recommend the book it's called the best of you by dr allison cook um 
I rave reviews. Yeah, I, I've I, had I super. I've had we've had some super good conversation, but also just like really good food for thought. I think too. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of like she gives a lot of like it's very readable steps. Yeah. And things like that. Very so readable. highly recommend the book. We'll be getting ready to start another one at probably the second week in March. And we'll yep. give you an update about that the next time. Cool. But if you would like more information about the renewal session or just to get in touch with Katie and I, now that I know how to work my DMs. Thank you very Woo-hoo. much, Katie. And emojis. Oh, emojis. Let's not go there. <laughs> okay. Go on over to Instagram to the renewal session yep. and like us. Yep. And subscribe to us. Share us on your profile. Yep. yep. Tell your friends. Absolutely. We want this to be a movement. Absolutely. Love it. <laughs> and to help people renew. All right. Till next week. Have a great one. Thanks for tuning in. All right. See ya.